This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And we've got news, 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 news to discuss this week. News, news, news. So, let's start with the first controversial thing about a certain character getting a movie. Or characters, because the other one's a group. Black Widow. Officially is supposed to be getting her own movie now. Do you think it's too little too late? Or do you think... I'm not really that interested. I I, I, I want to see it, but at the same time... I mean, I'll see it, but it's not one that I would get excited about like I did the Wonder Woman one. Yeah, I... I... I think Scar Johansson will do a good job with it. I think they can definitely do an interesting story. It's just... It's now just another... Well, Marvel's just making another movie at this point. Whereas I think if they had done it a few years ago, it might have had a better impact. Who knows what happens, though, in Infinity War. It might have more impact then. Or maybe she dies in Infinity War, and that's we get a flashback to what she was doing, maybe. I mean, what I would like to see is it be uh, Loganized. Like, kind of the style of Logan. To where it's more gritty, more. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and they could do that with her, with you know her past and everything yeah i mean they they could definitely do that style movie for her but that that's what i would want to see i i'm i'm excited that don't don't get me wrong i'm excited she's getting her own movie just it's the timing is just really weird because it's like they've done so much other stuff right what suddenly flipped the switch now mm-hmm. that made it go oh well but time to do a black widow movie couldn't have done this during phase two. Couldn't have done this any other point. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, I'm excited for. It. I just don't know. I just don't know where they're gonna go with it. That's that's the only thing that's got me scratching my head right now. So we'll we will get to the other trailer slash movie announcement that I I think might divide some people later. Okay. Brian Michael Bendis, big player over at Marvel, decided to go to DC. And allegedly, allegedly, he wanted to do it because he wants to do Superman. He feels like that's the only thing that he hasn't done yet, in his opinion, that he wants to do. And lo and behold, his first DC (laughs) Comics story will be an Action Comics 1000 of Superman. Okay. So, I I think that's interesting. For some reason, I know we talked about this on a previous episode with him going over there. I don't know why I didn't think of Superman. I I think I said every character but. Mm. So I think that's interesting to see what he's able to do with that character. I said, just I just think it's an interesting thing. So th- last week, yeah, it it was yeah, it had to have been last week. Last week was the season finale of Runaways. With the confirmation of a season two will be on the way from Hulu. Yay. Yay. 
Uh, you are still in the process of watching them, correct? Yes, I'm halfway. All right, I uh, had watched them all, and I'm not going to spoil anything here. Yeah, you're darn right you're not. (laughs) I think they did a good job with it. It is a far departure from the comics, though. Very far departure in a lot of ways, but I think they get the... I, I think they give more characters depth than, like... I, I'll, I'll just say this. The parents have, have storylines going on with them that are right. actually very interesting because you kind of don't know who you want to root for, <laughs> I think, throughout. And I this is not spoiling anything for you, and it's not spoiling anything for people who haven't watched it yet. It becomes they're they're... You don't know who you want to win, and you kind of... I don't say you root against the kids. You just kind of are like... I just wish that someone would. I just wish that some of these people would just stop for one second and just talk to each other. Yes. Well, so, that's usually why there's conflict when there's yes. no communication. So. Yes. And finally, <laughs> if they did not get a season renewal, that would have been the worst way to end a series ever. Well, I mean, to be honest, mm-hmm. Netflix and Hulu and Prime, most of their shows do get at least two seasons because mm-hmm. they're independent. Yep. You know, so I mean. I wasn't surprised that they were going to get another season, um, even though I haven't finished it yet. But definitely, going back to what I've seen, at least so far, um, you know, it it definitely is making sure that you're kind of seeing both sides of the spectrum. Like I said, I haven't finished it, but what I've seen so far, um, I maybe it'll get different. So this is my opinion of what, you know, I think so far at Halfway. I think some of the storylines are pretty generic with the parents. Um, and I don't want to really say anything, you know, because like I said, I don't know where people are at and everything. But some of the, I, I'm not talking about the supernatural part, like the comic part, but just the, the basic stuff that's going on with some of the, the people. It's just kind of just, I think they're trying to make it so that these are more relatable Yes. Like, you know, you, oh gosh, you know, that could happen to me too, or that, that's this or that. So, so it's, it's sometimes it can be distracting because I just want to just dive in for the comic book side of it. And so I don't really care about the human relations side sometimes, it, it, <laughs> but it sad, might get different. I sadly, don't know. it does really rely on that human relations side of it a lot, but I think they do a good job with it. They, they, they make the parents an intre- interesting characters that we do care about, but it's like, oh, they're bad people. Are they? Well, I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know how it, how it morphs later, but I mean, the, the kids at like the fifth episode are already, some of them are already starting to go, can we talk to them a little bit more? Like they're having second doubts about trying to, you know, mm-hmm. nail their, their parents to the wall there, but so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I know you're finished, but I'm intrigued yes. to see where it goes. So, I am intrigued to see where it goes from where I left <laughs> off with it. I, like I said, I think they did a good job with it. I'm no diehard uh, Runaways fan, so I, like I said, I, I know the gist of it, and I like what they kind of did with it to make it more of a multi-layered show instead of you only got the kids' perspective. And stuff like that. I think the parents being involved, even though it was, even though it does just feel like a daytime soap opera at times, I think it does <laughs> yes, it add. Does sometimes. I think it does add a good element to what develops later and the overall arcing story of 
the Runaways to make it, like I said, a multi-layered endeavor, too. And there gets to be more layers, so just just get ready. More layers. Yes. All right, the final thing we're going to get into before we get into our main topic today. This kind of vaguely plays into our main topic. I don't know everyone who listens to this show's opinion on a certain show. I know it's a divisive show. I know it's one that you either love it or you hate it, it seems. And the internet, I don't, just has just a, just, just a huge hatred for this show at times. I am speaking, of course, of Teen Titans Go. And we are discussing the Teen Titans Go to the Movies trailer and kind of possibly hinting at maybe a future episode we could do because it will be very apparent who's on whose side in probably about less than a minute so ellie what did you think of the trailer for this i liked it all right but it's very teen titans goey yes um you know it's very cheesy it's very makes dumb fun humor. of itself i mean it's it is it is teen titans go mm-hmm. i i don't have a problem with them um, but I definitely prefer the other series over Go. I am one that I love. I, I've been watching Go again, again recently. Like I used to catch an episode here and there, and then mm-hmm. I discovered they have them all on Hulu. Yeah, I was going to say, that helps. By the way, we are not sponsored by Hulu, but if anyone <laughs> from Hulu's listening, <laughs> um, I, I've, I've been watching them, and it is just stupid fun. It is just... Oh, no, it's and, definitely... And, and here's the thing. Yeah. I, I like the original series. The, the original series had that weird hybrid anime thing with it to where it did have, you know, cheesy... Well, and it gets chibi, dark. Cheapy versions of them at times, but it does get dark. Yes. And you know what? I kind of love Go a little bit more in the sense of it wouldn't be where it is without the original. You couldn't have just jumped exactly. in and done go from the beginning yes it's just there are too many times where comic book stuff is taken too seriously and it's great like i said i love stuff like young justice and the original teen titans i think they're great but i love the fact that this sits there and just mocks themselves other stuff and just everything over and above there was one episode i was watching actually earlier today where they were having a discussion about it basically was a heavy-handed metaphor for them going to for Beast Boy like going to college. But he wasn't going to college, he was just going to go try to find his spirit animal. Okay. And he wanted to be a bear and they were pointing out how you know that that's, you know, a really high-end one. You got to, you know, pay a lot of honey and salmon to the government to to get that one. Why don't you go 2 years to to have a donkey be your spirit animal and then transfer to being a bear? <laughs> like it was it was stu- it was so stupid and funny and there, there was there was a lot of jokes there like they they had like a 2-minute thing about picnic baskets or picnic baskets. Oh, it's definitely over the top cheese. And and I I, yeah. I love that. It's but it's, it's funny. It's it's funny. It, I like their specials. Like when they do those specials with Teen Titans Go. Well, yeah, they they did one where they did a Scooby Doo one yes. where LeBron James was there just and dribbling a basketball. The eighties with the metal band hair yes. band. Oh my gosh! I I I, I like the show. I understand I that like people. That I I understand why people don't like it because yeah. they're like, well, this isn't the the original series and this isn't. But it's like. You kind of need something to just mock. I mean, I like both, mm-hmm. but the original, it's just near and dear to my heart. I absolutely adore the original one. I would love to see a new series 
kind of, you know how um, the Teen Titans, the newest movie that came out, the yeah. animated movie where they're older? Yeah. I'd love... Oh, you're talking about the one, the direct-to-video one. Yes. The, um... There's the Judas contract, and then there's also the one where they are introduced to Raven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teen Titans versus Justice League. Yes, Justice yes, League yes. versus Teen Titans. It's one of the, sorry, I was like, I'm going to remember I this know. now. But I would love to see a series when they're that age. So age age them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that would be so awesome. And in that animated style, too, because mm-hmm. I love that from the movies. Um, the, what they're going with with the current ones. Yes. Well, in... In a little bit, there's another thing, thing we might be discussing that might be getting made into a movie. And there's also some movies that we, that have already been made on stuff we'll be talking about in a minute. So, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be probably something I'm going to be laughing at the entire time. Oh, yeah. And I just am going to go into with my brain on autopilot <laughs> of like, just, just going for the fun. I mean, can we just talk about really quick, the trailer with this stupid joke, with the 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 big balloon type monster and <laughs> oh, where where he gets the hole in his butt and he's like he's like I, I just have air escaping from my butt and they're like that's what a fart is. It's just so stupid, but you find yourself just sitting there laughing. I, like I an idiot. found actually, I thought the more meta joke of the they were all dressed up as Wonder Woman. Yes, and they're like we're just giving people what what they want, and I'm like. It's it's great, and I I enjoy the mockery that they do of comics and of their own fan base of themselves. Like I said, that's that, that's why I like Teen Titans Go. Maybe one day one of our main topics will be a Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go discussion, where yes. we try to argue for and against each other's opinions on it. But for the time being, the reason I said that this might play into this is because our main topic actually comes to us. Upon a recommendation, and I think, I think somebody's trying to get some dirt so that they can use it in a nerd fight, which they are avoiding me right now, calling him out, calling him out hard. Wow. Toby from Secret Transmission um, actually dropped a a thing discussing. It, it was a tweet originally about: Is there any good storylines that don't involve Superman, or where Superman doesn't exist in the DC, you know, multiverse? And I was going to reference it on the show and just kind of have it be a quick little blurb. But someone else already answered it. He goes, oh, you were too slow. And I'm like, well, I, and I'll, I'll get to what storyline that was in a second. But then he's like, actually, I would like to, you know, see your guys' takes on, you know, all the different Elseworld and multiverse or different versions of character stuff. And by the way, there is a lot of these. We are probably oh not going to touch. We, we could not touch on all of them. So one, two-parter, yay. Um... We could do another one of these in a few months. We'll see where things go. Also, we are only covering DC. There is the Marvel What If series and also the, of course, Spider-Verse and all the different versions over on Marvel side. Once again, in a few months, we might revisit this with the Marvel angle on it. But for now, we are focusing on DC because DC loves to do these. Yes. They, they, They love to do a let's change one aspect and write a, write, write a quick, you know, few issue thing on it so we will like i said we will not cover them all if there is one that you like that we didn't discuss let us know tweet at us because that's what caused this whole thing so toby i know you're probably just having me do the research for you to pick out your characters for the next nerd fight so i'm on to you 
But with that, the one that was mentioned where I was going to point out to him, hey, here's one that does not feature Superman, was JLA The Nail. Yep, I had that one too. Which is one where the Justice League is formed without Superman. Mm -hmm. By the way, fun fact, the original Justice League did not feature Superman in it. He came in later. Or Batman, actually. But this one is a storyline. But back to the, like I said, this, this Elseworld story. Which, by the way, I guess I should explain what Elseworld is. Yeah. It's stories that are not part of the main DC continuity. Which means they are not part of the continuing storyline, though they might be referenced later or later become part of the main continuity. So, for all those Star Wars fans... This is... <laughs> wow, we, once again... I, 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 I'm just we, saying... We finished Star Wars last year and we were like, oh man, we're never going to talk about Star Wars again. Wrong. You said... I never claimed that that was I never claimed happen. we would either, but it was like this, like, <laughs> oh, they're done talking about it. Nope. I'm just saying we have a lot of Star so, Wars fans out there. If you would reference it like that, it would be... So, yes. what's going on in DC is the expanded universe. Yes. It is the stuff that is continuity. What we are discussing today is primarily what would be considered legends. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that isn't continuity or that just takes place on another Earth that we never visit again. So, back to talking about the nail, since I now explain, which I should have done beforehand... <laughs> The Nail basically is a world without Superman, and the reference for the Nail is the fact of it is, there is a nail in the road that gives the Kents a flat tire. (laughs) They are not able to go to where the the ship crashes. Now, there is a follow-up to this called Another Nail, Mm -hmm. where Superman is introduced, because he was actually, if I remember correctly, raised by Amish... And was basically not really he he had he of course had all of his powers but he didn't he never used them or any he never really did anything with them never became a hero until another nail so there's a two so there's two different ones there that that kind of play off each other and continue an ongoing story with a of course different universe version of Superman and of that and the reasons I brought this up for Teen Titans Go is technically all the movies including the live action and animated ones mm-hmm. do are technically elseworld stories too in my in in my personal opinion they are and a lot of other people do reference it i don't know which earths they are because some earths are numbered yes this this goes of course for the marvel side too a lot of the marvel earths are numbered too but in the dc world a lot of them are also part of their own continuity strains so uh ellie what's one of yours um flashpoint i love flashpoint this one's an interesting one. Um, just because there's so many mm-hmm. points. <laughs> like, because Barry's messed around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like one in particular. Okay. Where Barry, Barry Allen actually takes a bullet meant for JFK and paralyzes him from the neck down. Really? Yes. Hmm. So if, if you want your um, so with- mess with history a little bit. So you're are you talking about the flashpoint event that changed the that got us into the new 52 or is this a different one? I think this is a different one. Okay. Cuz I was about to say Flashpoint was actually supposed to be an Elseworlds story but then they made it part of continuity. So that one was one I did have as just a side note one where I counted as Elseworld to an extent mm-hmm. because it does feature different versions of the character, 
but at the same time, it is part of main continuity. So it's kind of one of those that limbos, the, the rules right. that we kind right. of set. But that is an interesting yeah. one. It's, I guess that's from an older, older, that's, that's from probably the way back machine of, I'm guessing, 70s? I'm not sure of the time period. Okay. Well, I, I, just, I was just taking a wild guess there yeah. at this one. So another one that I want to mention, this is a lot of people's favorite, is Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. which takes place in the future of the DC universe. And basically you have an older Superman, older Batman, older Wonder Woman, and there's sort of a new age of heroes. Uh, the artwork for this is phenomenal. The storyline is very interesting. And you also have an adult Billy Batson who is Shazam slash Captain Marvel. I will refer to him as Captain Marvel, though, because this is before they did the official name change. And he is basically, as an adult basically captain marvel in in form and they have a all-out brawl and everything so it's a big superhero versus superhero fight in the future well what and what's the difference between kingdom come and the kingdom i know the kingdom's like a sequel isn't it i believe so i'm not familiar with that one off the top okay. of my head i do i have read kingdom come and everything like i said i'm i'm giving very brief overviews of oh, these oh well yeah i mean you can i'm, just, I'm, just, I'm you trying to hit obvi- the sweet points to, to if someone is interested you can go out and read these yeah you could obviously take each one of these and just break it down itself individually and get into details but yes but I, I, I like that one. It's a, definitely a very interesting take on the DC Universe, especially since, you know, there's a lot of changes that were made. And it does kind of go with a lot of the more classic superheroes. It, it, it excludes a lot of the newer ones to an extent in that, too. So that's interesting as well. Um, another one, this one is one I believe Toby actually mentioned. It is, oh, sorry, sorry, your turn, Allie. <laughs> oh, I was just going to piggyback off of Kingdom Come. Um I had, I always find the Superman Red Sun interesting. Oh, that was the one I was going to say anyway. Oh, okay. Well, just the fact of just imagining Superman growing up in the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. I think that is, it, it's it's different, and it's and, and it is interesting to think about how would that change him? How would that you know change uh, the world? Oh, basically, yeah, definitely in, in the comics and everything. Yeah. And that, that, that one is a very interesting storyline. I know that he has popped up a few times in main continuity where they've, like, had crossover stuff. And if I remember correctly, Kingdom Come Superman has, too. But oh, okay. there's a Russian version of Batman. There's okay. Bizarro is um, the Lex Luthor's attempt at cloning him. Okay. And he basically smacks him around. Super Superman <laughs> basically smacks him around. Well, and, and I love the way some of these comics try to really... Um, bring in the real life stuff too like mm-hmm. you know you had the barry allen with jfk yes and then with superman red sun he succeeds stalin yes um so it's interesting to me how they try to merge real life with comics it, it, it is very interesting yeah and i'm not going to spoil the end of that one it has a very no. interesting yeah. end to it but that one is a really good one mm-hmm. I, I would highly recommend reading red sun Superman, and as I said earlier, there's some of these that have been turned into movies. The Flashpoint Paradox, which is yes. the one I discussed, not the one I like discussed. <laughs> um, there's a possibility that Superman Red Sun is on the short oh. list for the DC Animated. And okay. I would love to see that because Superman Red Sun is a very interesting, very unique story. And kind of what would happen to, to show how a slight change in stuff. Once again, the same thing as the nail. You just slightly tweak stuff 
Right. And see just how different it could be if he was raised by the Soviet Union era Russian. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the Soviet Union era um, communist and everything like that. It, it was a very interesting take and definitely. A, I, I, I know that there's a few of these I would be like highly recommend. This one is definitely. Right. One of the ones I thoroughly enjoy reading and would definitely go back through again. And it's got Batman, it's got Hal Jordan, it's it's got a ton of people, and it's very interesting the way the way reality has kind of twisted things mm-hmm. for this. So yes, that that was definitely good good to bring it up, Ellie. It was the one I was about to bring up. So oh. what do you know? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> out of that, um, sticking with because apparently Superman ones are kind of re- apparently there's a lot of them that revolve around Superman. Right. That I'm bringing up at least at the moment. The next one is Superman speeding bullet. Cool. Bullets, sorry, speeding bullets. And this one is Cal-El is actually raised by the Waynes hmm. instead. And like, I don't, I think something happens to Bruce and they, ra- or they don't have Bruce. I can't, That's I, 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 can, I can't remember the Bruce exact details too? for all of these. So okay. I'm sorry, but they are still killed by the mugger and he basically Heat Vision's the mugger, if I remember correctly. And he becomes... Like, at that point? Yes. Okay. He becomes Batman, but with all Superman's powers. Like, he he dons the outfit and everything, but still has all Superman's wow. powers. Brooding Superman. Yes, it's it's very interesting. <laughs> it's a very interesting um, take on him and everything. So that's, that's definitely one that I... I, I think Darn it's really cool. Darn it, Singer, I want to know, where's Batman? I He is Batman. You mean, where's Bruce? <laughs> yes, where's Bruce? <sighs> well, tell you what, look up the next one, and I will do some quick research. Because, <laughs> is that him in the picture? Yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. So, it, it's it's got him in his, like, Superman pose and everything. Oh, they name him Bruce. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, there you go. Um, okay. It is, he is named Bruce. So I guess they just never had Bruce. And yeah, Bruce incinerates the mugger with heat vision and discovers he has superpowers. But was too late to save his parents. So once again, brooding. He decides to hide his superpowers in shame, though. I kind of want to read this now. It it is very interesting. It, of course, features the Joker and Lex Luthor. So definitely an interesting... And and Alfred's, Alfred's in it. Okay, it's still Lex Luthor. So. It's only one issue, so it's it's this is a true Elseworld. It even has a little Elseworld logo on it. Yeah, DC was really big about these for a little bit, so some of these are very quick one shots of up oh, there you go and done. Yeah, it looks like the '90s were pretty. It, uh... it, yep. <laughs> so, what one do you have for us? Um, I just wanted to briefly mention uh, they have they had one called a Thrill Killer Batgirl and Robin. Where um, their main nemesis is fighting a female Joker. There's also Thrill Kill Batman as well. Okay. So that, that that one is one. I'm not familiar with that one at all. I know the costume because it is one that I stumble across in like the Arkham games and stuff like that. But this one is one I'm not familiar with. So, so that's that's interesting. So it's a female Joker instead? Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to bring up a series that's going to cover a few different... I, I'm going to bring up one thing real quick that's a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. And these are the Earth-1 series. Right. So There's you have yeah. Earth-1 Superman, Earth-1 Batman, Earth-1 Teen Titans, Earth-1 Wonder Woman, Earth-1 mm-hmm. Green Lantern, with a Earth-1 Aquaman in Flash on their way out. 
these are very interesting stories in my opinion because before DC had their little reset, these were a very interesting reimagining of the origins of a lot of these characters and stuff like that. I primarily read the Superman ones, mm-hmm. and I know that the Batman one and um, the Wonder Woman one have come out since then. I have kind of flipped through the Wonder Woman and Teen Titans. I have not read it. I am interested, too. Uh, the Superman one's cool because he's younger, of course. He is... He kind of, ironically, when they did the New 52, he's very much like that version of Superman, to where he is still for truth and justice, but is a little bit more brutal to an extent. He's okay. not the Boy Scout, per se. Because I do remember in Earth 1, I can't remember if it's Volume 1 or Volume 2, he basically grabs somebody and drops him in the middle of like a snow-covered wasteland, and the guy's like, where am I? He goes, and he's like... Uh, he sits there for Superman sits there for a second and his eyes going red. He's like Siberia, Antarctica, uh, Norway. He goes, I'm sorry when I'm going that fast, I really can't tell where, (laughs) where exactly we ended up, but there is a village about that way. If you start walking now, you'll get there before you freeze to death. Wow. Like he, he basically, like he, I think it was somebody who was mugging somebody, but it was just, it's just like, Whoa. Right. So it's like, he's like, I'm not going to kill you. But I'm leaving your own life in your hands. So, but it, it was just that that was a cool thing, and like I said, it's a cool reimagining of the origin story of these characters, and they have some great writers on them. J. Michael Straczynski does the Superman ones. Jeff Johns did the Earth One Batman, which was pretty cool. And there's two volumes of that. Cool. Uh, Teen Titans is of course available. Also, Wonder Woman is done by Grant Morrison. Nice. So, um, that's probably a weird one. And like I said, there's, of course, the Green Lantern, Aquaman. Green Green Lantern's out, and there's Aquaman and Flash coming out. So this is one they're kind of continuing with. And it's a cool sort of different play on these characters while kind of keeping some of their origins similar to an extent. So do you got another one, Allie? So one other one I just wanted to, to mention was Batman I, Joker. Uh, I, I definitely think this one is interesting, um, it's basically a futuristic Gotham City, and it's it's led by a cult, Knight of Blood, and <laughs> they follow Batman's descendant, and it's apparently a self-proclaimed god known as the Bruce. <laughs> so very, um, it has a lot of the regular characters in it, uh, on the good side and the bad side. Very different, but it's it's just another another take of of that world. Um, I just it's pretty interesting. Hmm, that is interesting. Kind of a different take on it, with of course you know the future and everything like that. Once again, this one is in that ripe area of the '90s, and right. Late late '80s, early '90s for for when they were doing a lot of these. Yeah, I was gonna say that that definitely was the time period where it was pretty popular or at least where they all had the elseworld yes tagline on them well i've got a few more since we're on a batman kick why don't i just go ahead and do um batman in darkest night now ellie what would you think if i told you in darkest night well it makes me think it makes me think of green lantern you are correct <laughs> it is a storyline where instead of how jordan okay getting the green lantern ring oh. bruce wayne gets it instead okay 
and he basically becomes the Green Lantern Batman hybrid. Okay. So that's a that's that's definitely an interesting one where it's kind of a new take on that. And there yeah. has been a time in the comics where he has wielded a Green Lantern ring, if only temporary. But this is that was I guess maybe a reference to that. Once again, this was once <laughs> He's again. He's also pro- worn a black ring. Um, per se, yes, <laughs> a yellow ring. Batman's actually worn a few of the rings over time. He's trying to collect them all. He, he actually does have a yellow one. <laughs> That doesn't have, really have a charge, but yes, he also has worn a White Lantern ring at one point too. So that's that's definitely an interesting interesting one, another Batman one. And mind you, give me a second on this one to explain Batman the Killing Joke. Yes. Now I'm sure you're sitting there going, "Wait a second! I thought that that was part of continuity." Right. Originally, it was not. Okay. Originally, it was w- supposed to be written as a one-off comic. And they, everyone loved it so much, they did make a continuity and made Barbara, of course, in the comics crippled by the attack that Joker did and made it, like I said, part of it. So that one's definitely an interesting one. Once again, that the Oracle. One, that one, yes, she did become the Oracle. <laughs> and that one, of course, was made into a animated movie, which has opinions about it. Which is another episode. Yes. I really, can I just say though, I really like her as the Oracle. I do too. Because it, it, I mean, that's how I got introduced to her. Not that I don't her. want her paralyzed. She She's <laughs> definitely coming to her own again, the comics, but mm-hmm. I was introduced to her as Oracle. So it's kind of weird that yeah. she isn't. I know. And I won't mention, but will mention Birds of Prey. Yeah. I will admit that that was the first introduction for me of her being Oracle. You want to explain which birds of prey that is for oh, the listeners? Right, sorry. So, not the comic series, the, the TV, TV show. show. <laughs> I um, I remember when that was advertised to come out. I was actually very excited about it. I mean, it looked really cool. It featured female superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said, I will admit that that was the first time I came. To know the story of Oracle. Speaking of female superheroes, I'm going to mention these ones real quick because I don't know which Earth they're from off the top of my head. But I do know in the Batman Superman comic at one point, they do kind of jump to different worlds. And one of them, everyone is gender swapped. Okay. So you have Superwoman, Batwoman, and it's, I think, Superlad. Oh, <laughs> instead of supergirl okay yeah if i remember correctly but they had that they also had the course of bizarro batman and bizarro is kind of depending on his origins technically an alternate version of superman okay so there there's kind of a few real quick ones for you um off the off the top of my head there another one that i would be remiss for not mentioning is batman the dark knight the one where it takes place in the future the one where he fights Superman, the one where he beats Superman, the one that... What? Uh, yes. The one that also was made into a two-part animated movie. That technically, in my opinion, is Elseworld because it takes place in a future that is undetermined whether it is main continuity or not. So that one is another one there. Uh, of course, the Batman animated series, mm-hmm. the numerous ones of those all count as their own universe, too, that has also had their own spins on stuff. There's, of course, the Earth 2 here crime syndicate with Ultraman power. I mean, Ultraman and Owlman and all those characters, which have popped up several times in um, 
Forever Evil. I mean, Crisis on Earth Two. So there's there there is different versions of these characters, and they are very interesting. Um, another one, real quick, from media. I'm sorry. This 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 is the Zinger rattles off ones at this point, but I will end with an interesting one. I think this is this is in the end. Uh, the Injustice video games are technically an Elseworlds story. They have a continuing comic series that is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Where of course, if you aren't familiar with the games, um, basically the Joker tricks Batman, tricks Superman into killing his pregnant wife, Lois. Because he makes her think that she is doomsday with his gas, and her it's very God of War esque. Her heartbeat is linked to a nuclear bomb in Metropolis, so we can all assume what happens there. Right. And basically, he then goes and kills the Joker, and Batman and him have a divide where they, where it's gone through both video games, and they have a comic series that also covers some stuff there, which is really cool because he becomes yellow. Uh, Superman becomes Yellow Lantern at one point, like, basically, to fight. And he's fought, like, everybody, including the actual gods of Olympus at one point because of uh, Diana and everything with Wonder Woman. Um, Another one I'm going to mention, I think this might be my final one for now because I don't want to rattle off too many of these. I want to give people some, you know, to look up and tell us about because we're going to make a part two out of this. I mean, come on, we, we got to leave some for people. But one that I am ashamed of you for not mentioning, Ellie, either of them. Can you take a wild guess at what it is a Superman and a Batman story? Hmm. Not 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 together. But there is one done in this the same vein for both of these. Well, I'm thinking of something that I thought we've discussed before. Not in this episode though. <laughs> well, true. Um, the All-Star series? Yes. They are not connected to each other in the sense of Superman does pop up in the All-Star Batman, and it is a different Superman, but they are sort of different versions of these characters. Mm-hmm. The All-Star Batman one is um, a Batman that loves to be Batman, and and he, he as I think we mentioned before, he beats up Hal Jordan and... Ba- well... Robin beats up Hal Jordan and almost <laughs> kills him, and it's just basically a very, very weird story because you you get the inner monologue of him just hating everybody mm-hmm. that he's around. So that's the Batman. That's that's us briefly bringing up the Batman one. The Superman one is one that you enjoy. I know. A lot. Oh, that one's phenomenal. The the comic was also turned into an animated movie, mm-hmm. and I think they did a phenomenal job with it because yeah. it is it, it it is one that I'm. I, I, it pulls at your heart. It does that. It also is Grant Morrison, which I'm not. I, I. It depends on what he's writing. There's some stuff I love when he does stuff. There's other stuff that I'm like, ugh. So, with that, I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed what they did with it. It was a great kind of end story for him per se yeah this is one i actually collected the single issues Mm -hmm. for the whole series yes and it it is a good series it is if you're a fan of superman if you're a fan of lex luther because i think it's a great lex luther story too Mm -hmm. it it is it is a great send-off and actually does give some continuity explanations for the main world of how no one realizes he's clark clark kent is superman (laughs) it actually i'm not going to spoil but they if i remember correctly they do explain exactly what he does to make everyone not realize he's superman and also it's great when lex sort of figures it out too in it but 
but yeah, I, 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 I gave some. Ellie gave some as well for this. I would be remiss if I did not repeat once again. Contact us on Twitter. Post a comment. Let us know what your favorite alternate or Elseworld versions of. We tried to focus on ones that had multiple issues for the most mm-hmm. part. And not just one shots here and there of stuff. Right. Even though we did kind of mention those. It, it's really cool to, to kind of look at the different versions of these characters. And what, you know, as we said earlier, what small tweaks to certain characters can make a huge difference. difference. Yes. Exactly. So, um, you're welcome, Toby, for doing all of your research, by the way, <laughs> for who you're going to pick next. So, with that, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we are, we're going to, we, we got a big announcement when we come back. So, so stay tuned for that. Called the Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandom is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role-playing, video games, cosplay and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, we said we had a big announcement. Yeah. And we're going to tell you guys, even though you probably might have already seen what it is, but just so we can say it on the podcast, the group podcast we listen to is doing a podcast convention in new orleans yes louisiana on august 10th through the 12th it's called potter and love 2018 and this is our first one right this is the first this is the inaugural one yes and guess who's gonna be there (gasps) what guess who's gonna be there ellie (gasps) maybe us Yes, us. We are going to be there <laughs> along with a lot of other podcasts, along with our Dark Myths brethren. Or the, 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 they normally refer to dark us as Dark Lords, but since there are some ladies in the group, and I did look this up, would you prefer the moniker of Dark Lord or Dark Lady? Because hmm. they said that I did look this up, ironically, a few days ago. Now with new Norman nomenclature, you could technically still be referred to as a lord or a lady. It is your choice, Ellie. So I which think do- I think I'm going with dark lady. Dark lady. Yeah. All right. Sassy. So come, so come see <laughs> us with our fellow dark lords and ladies. <laughs> we will be there. Um, we'll have more details as time goes on. I know we're going to participate in some panels and stuff, but we will we will announce those as time goes on. Exactly what we're doing there, but we will be there. So we are very excited about this. This is an awesome opportunity for us. We just wanted our fans, you know, if you are going to be going, let us know. We, we'd love to meet you guys and everything and get to, you know, give you a high five or whatever. Or, or get, to, get, get to talk to you guys about movies, comics, and video games and everything. Yeah. But there are a ton of other great podcasts, like I said, beyond even our realm of our Dark Myths Collective that are also going to be there. Um, Sofa King's podcast, Generation Y, and of course, podcasts we listen to will be there. Just to name a few, but the list will continue to grow, so expect us to probably give updates every so often about this. Speaking of updates, once again, make sure to read the first volume of Lock and Key. That is our read this for this month, so we will be doing that closer to the end of the month, and... 
So, <laughs> we recorded this weekend with our good buddy, and this, this, this is the announcement for who's doing the Spider-Man, because as a reminder, we are doing the Sam Raimi Trilogy Spider-Man as we lead into the Harry Potter celebration we will be doing later. So, we thought this was a great way to break it up, kind of take a look back. We did our record with Phil Rude, who has been on numerous times here to discuss with us, and it was a lot of fun to discuss it with him. Um, there was several... Several argumentative discussions made. Um, uh, Ellie learned a new word. Um, <laughs> I think it was an entire phrase. It, it, okay, Ellie learned a new phrase. Yes. Um, we also um, got the hashtag not my Aunt May <laughs> started. So be excited for that. That should be out later this week. So definitely check that out on our feed. Um, that It was a lot of fun to do. And we are excited to do, of course, Spider-Man 2, which is... Is, is hailed by a lot of people as the greatest superhero movie ever made. So we will take a retrospective look with another special guest at that one next month. And then in March, we will take a look at the... Most contra- popular one. The controversial <laughs> Spider-Man 3 and see right. if time has done that movie justice or has just made it age terribly. So we are excited to do the Spider-Man movies. Um, like I said, that will be out later this week. That will be the first one in that series. And just just as a as a clerical note, they will now be episodically numbered instead of the Star Wars. Unlike the Star Wars ones, our movie specials will be episodically numbered. That will also help us to get closer to like our hundredth episode and two hundredth episode and so on and so forth. So exciting! But no, Ellie, it, it was a lot of fun to do those and everything. So we, we we definitely cannot wait to get that episode out later this week. But for people listening to us right now, what are some where are some of the best places to find us on the internet? Well, of course, we're part of Dark Myths Collective. You can, of course, find that at... Darkmyths.org. You can, of course, find me every week discussing Star Wars stuff on Knights of Vader. And if you want to find more of us on the internet, you can, of course, find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, Tuned In. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, Ellie, what do you do? <laughs> well, you give us a five-star review they greatly help out the podcast we appreciate them a lot and if you are on facebook what do you do on facebook ellie well you message us no you search zingness you but search you message us because you already know to go to zingness of course and you message us with <laughs> what your your favorite elseworld one that we didn't mention or one that we did whatever you want to talk about but if you're not on facebook or don't want to do that on facebook you can of course tweet at us as well and where do you tweet at us ellie at zingness and if you're on Instagram, go to at Zingness Podcast. We're playing video games on twitch.tv slash Zingness. If you want to contribute, there is, of course, the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Zingness. If you want to email us directly, you can do that. Zingness at gmail.com. And if you want to buy some stuff with our logo on it. Yes. Which, 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 which oh. I added some new ones. There, oh. There's some new ones. Since we're done with Star Wars, there's some new ones that have popped up that are star themed you can choose the light or the dark with those nice yes so check that out and that's of course at tpublic.com slash zing this our sound guy is a ron and also fun fact real quick he was in an episode of nashville in the background yes he was yeah so i i don't know what episode off the top of my head but he's in the background in one of the episodes as one of the like music producer people so so just 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 shout out to you, man. Um, and finally, our lo- uh, no, not finally. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger with modifications, of course, from T- 
God, Toby must have paid for this episode or something. (laughs) Did he sponsor this episode? (laughs) Well, he did recommend the topic. Hmm. But no, he he does modifications to our logo. And finally, DJ Golden Boy. 89. Play us out. Mm